Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweet as Honey podcast. Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Is that what we're supposed to do? No, Uh, but I'm glad that you did. (laughs) It's been a while since we've done this, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it is Sunday. Um, March something or other. Uh, a lot of us are probably experiencing some PTSD, some <laughs> weird, <laughs> right? Some weird resonating trauma from last year because this is like one year of coronavirus, COVID nineteen, the pandemic being in full effect, and it is really wild to think about where things are now. Right. I think this has been probably one of the weirdest things to live through, at least in our lifetimes, I would mm-hmm. say, um, that uh, not the craziest thing, but the craziest thing that we've lived through and been through in our lifetimes. So it's been a weird time. How are you feeling about that? Um, so it's funny because it's March again, but it feels like it's been March the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also feels like the longest year ever. Does it? I feel like and last then, year flew by. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, all of these different things are happening where I like, I feel like it's been a long time, but then I'm like, no, it feels super, super fast. So, mm-hmm. um, it just feels unreal to me that it's March again. Right. And like, what's the new normal supposed to look like? Right. Like, that's something I definitely want to talk about, but. The new normal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all, you know, Texas opening back up and... Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so, so yeah, it's weird. How does it feel for you? Weird. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, it definitely does feel very strange. I would also like to go ahead and preface this with uh, Pink Dick and company are doing some weird shit in their yard. So if you hear hammering in the background, overall, just something that sounds, that sounds stupid, it's them. Um, so I would like to apologize on their behalf because they can't just sit still and not do a whole lot of ugly shit to their house that disturbs their neighbors. So, uh, today's episode is brought to you by being a fucking nuisance and I apologize. Um, but back to your question, it does seem just weird. It just feels really, really weird. I feel like I have changed a lot in the last year. How so? In the way that I feel socially, mm-hmm. in the way that I interact with other people, mm-hmm. in the tolerance that I have for other people and the things that I see them do, mm-hmm. and the way that they speak and just overall move. Like right now, I feel like if I would have considered you to be a friend or even an acquaintance before, that if you're out and still acting like nothing has changed and that everything is quote unquote back to normal, that I would probably fight you right now. Um, so that's a lot of fun. I feel very just frustrated and angry. And that just kind of seems to be my baseline mm-hmm. um, for the majority of the last year of my life going through this experience. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's just, it's weird. And it feels like there's definitely been a shift and that things are never going to be the way that they were, you know, maybe in January or February of 2020. Things are just different and they're going to be different from now on. No matter what it looks like down the road, it's never going to be the same as it was. Right. Um, a year and a month ago or a year and two months ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Like our when we were outside talking to our neighbor, um, mm-hmm. she was talking about how 
they had gone on a cruise to Cozumel, mm-hmm. but December before all this started. December 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, oh my gosh, she mentioned cruise and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go on a cruise, be stuck with people. And then like, I don't No, Thank you. That's, right. that's, mm-mm, that's mm-hmm. too many people altogether. Right. I don't like that. Yeah. And then there's still people that are going on cruises and going to Disney. So that was an interesting thing from Mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks. Um, And if this person listens to the podcast, like that's fine. It's not really like a, a bashing session, but it's an example of things that make me feel very frustrated. And I'm going to speak on that. And if you decide to take that personally, then okay. Um, It is what it is. But a mutual, and what I understand a mutual to be is just somebody that I follow that follows me. We've had conversations in the past. Um, We've spoken to each other, you know, we'll kind of comment back and forth on posts or stories or whatever. And if you've spoken with me ever, you know that all that it takes is like a reaction (laughs) to a story or to a post. And all of a sudden, like, we're spilling our hearts out and talking about our experiences with each other. So... This person, I went on a rant. Again, if you follow sweetesthoney.love on Instagram, you have seen these rants that I like to go on. It is what it is. Like Instagram. That's not even like 75% of the rants that you go <laughs> It's not. But sometimes, y'all, I just like to talk. I really enjoy talking. I feel like I have really strong opinions mm-hmm. and I like to share them. You don't have to like them. It's you don't how have you to process things. listen to them. But it is very much the way that I process things. Exactly. So talking to this person, I was talking about something completely different, but basically I went on this rant where I was just talking about how it's raggedy bitch behavior. If you are still going in public, you're not wearing a mask, you're in bars, you're in restaurants, you're hosting people, you're having parties, you're gathering a lot of people together. It is raggedy bitch behavior. There is no changing it. There is no changing my mind. It is not up for debate. That is what it is. It is fact, okay? Like you are a raggedy ass person if you are doing these things and you're not being safe. We personally know people that have died from this virus. We have many friends and family members who have had other friends and family members, spouses, whatever. People have really honestly died from this. And for us to be treating it so casually and nonchalantly and not doing our part to protect one another is very, very frustrating. Or politically. It's disheartening. Yeah. It's infuriating. It's really frustrating. So I went on this rant and then I had a question because a friend of mine who works with children mm-hmm. had a question about, you know, I think that they had like maybe a non-binary or maybe a trans student who was a little younger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her That's question. Cool. Yeah. So her question to me was, oh, my gosh, I thought you would be a really, really good person to ask. I had this student and their parent came and introduced me and Aww. gave me their pronouns. So this person has moved from Alabama to Minnesota. And, you know, in Minnesota, people might not be saying y'all there. Like, it doesn't really fit with the accent. You know what I mean? You all. <laughs> right. Or, but it's you guys mm. there versus like y'all like it is here. So this person has adapted to the to the you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> of Minnesota. And, you know, they're just like, oh, it feels a little gendered. I'm looking for kind of ways to address a group that are not gendered. So I reached out to like some queer people, some trans people, some, you know, just people that are on the LGBTQIA plus spectrum just to kind of get like a pretty round, um, 
list of suggestions to pass along to this friend. And this person that I'm talking about mm-hmm. um, kind of replied to that, gave me a couple suggestions. We were just talking about that. And then just out of nowhere, they were like, but I've been to Disney three times this year. So I guess I'm raggedy. And I was like, thank you for those suggestions. But oh, this Disney thing, though, sad face, you know. And I was just willing to leave it at that. I did not ask. It did not come up in the conversation otherwise. I did not call them out on it. I had mm-hmm. not seen anything about it. Um, I'm in a habit now. I'm just in a groove. Y'all know that like I will unfollow people and block, unfollow, remove follower and block are just like, they really make my dick hard. I really, really like it. I'm like, I got a half chub right now just thinking about like blocking somebody <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I love it. It's true. You love the block button. I love on my cell phone block oh do not answer ignore delete I I love it it's cleansing it feels really good to me so I I didn't bring it up we weren't talking about that I hadn't seen anything otherwise I probably would have already unfollowed them Mm -hmm. and removed them as a follower but um just this confession out of nowhere it really rubbed me the wrong way it really pissed me off it really kind of brought up those feelings that I'm having because we I have not given my father-in-law a kiss on his little bald head um and it's my favorite thing when he gets like his little wispies that are like a little longer and they're soft I love it so much I miss playing card games and getting our asses beat because you and your mom fucking cheat I don't care what you say if y'all can make facial expressions expressions to each other and communicate what kind of hands you have and to be talking like y'all phrase shit in this way that I'm just like y'all should not be able to talk across the table period I don't want to hear it. Don't frown at me like that because your mom will be like, oh, well, uh, uh, you you already know what it is. And y'all don't ever want to fucking give anybody else a chance to win, even though it's ridiculous. Because if I had my way, like it would be spouse against spouse and not just like the two quote unquote better card players against the not so good card players in your mind's eye. Because mm-hmm. out of the thousands of times that we've played this game, me and my father-in-law have won a total of two times. Maybe just once, actually. No, you've definitely won at least twice. See? Bullshit. Don't don't you be sitting over here acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't, don't, I don't want to hear it. Because ain't no way. He is not, he's halfway here when we play together. So I don't, <laughs> you already know what it is. <sighs> it's not fair. I don't even have a complete team. Because my father-in-law be fucked up and he got ADD and he is just happy for company. It's not fair. But the point is, I miss these things so much. I have not hugged your parents or kissed your parents or held your parents' hands or been able to have them over or been able to have anybody come over for like a cup of tea or been able to go and like play music with, you know, the friends slash family that we hang out with or to go to a yoga there's so many things that like I just miss doing that are normal including do y'all remember me telling you about my abnormal pap smear from like a year ago I still haven't been to the gynecologist because I'm afraid to go into a doctor's office so I could literally be dying right now and it's fine because like y'all get to go on vacation right assholes so (laughs) all of that to say I was very frustrated when I got this message. I was so mad just at this out of the blue admission and the way that this person was just kind of like laughing about it and to go so far as to say, 
well, if the whole country was treating this coronavirus like Disney, like we would probably already be over this virus. If there was anywhere that you would want to go, it would probably be Disney. And I'm like, the safest place for everybody is at home. And I don't understand why you would send this message to me. Like, you already know how I feel about this. I, I don't understand the need to give me this information for which I did not ask. So it was just very frustrating and a little bit confusing. And it kind of felt like a slap in the face. It kind of felt like, well, fuck you. I went to Disney and not only did I go to Disney, but I went three times and not only did I go three times, but I'm going to tell you about it. Despite the fact that you just said, and I'll do it again. That's right. what they said. They, and I do it again. And they're probably going this weekend. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, and, and like a good friend of ours, um, Cass, uh, we had a good conversation just about how all of this, just what it means. I just, I cannot get behind where everybody is in mm. this point in time. So the term that feels right to describe kind of this phenomenon that we're experiencing is just kind of like collective cognitive dissonance and cognitive dissonance being, for example, this person that reached out, felt the need to confess. Cognitive dissonance just um, as a concept is just when somebody realizes that, realizes that something they're doing is wrong, despite the fact that it might go against their values or their core beliefs. So for example, a really good... Um, an easy example is like people that smoke. What is every smoker that's been like an adult when you were a kid tell you to do? Don't smoke. Don't ever start smoking. And they'll smoke for 50 fucking years. So they understand that it's like bad for their health, that it, you know, it's stinky. It's a bad habit. It's not, you know, all of the reasons that you shouldn't smoke can, but they still continue to do it. So or cognitive, they started it. Exactly. Yeah. So cognitive dissonance, right? So kind of the same situation here well I know that like maybe it's shitty for me to go to Disney and be enjoying this but I'm, I'm so still gonna go yeah, I'm so tired of being at home but I'm still gonna go what baffles me about the situation is why share it why tell me that if you know how passionately I feel um, about the opposite of the actions that you're taking why go out of your way to like confess it or to talk about it well i feel like it's the same reason that if you were like white people are trash right and like if you said that right just mm -hmm. in passing about and it wasn't about all white people it was about like this one particular group but you were just like white people man like or white people can't season shit mm -hmm. right and for me to come in and be like well um excuse me as a white person um i can actually season stuff so you don't actually mean all white people, right? But it even kind of... I feel like that's what it is. Like maybe? almost to be like, well, I mean, I did this, but it was safe. So... Yeah, more that. But those two things aren't... Hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like it's that need, though, to respond. Right. That's what, that's, I feel like we're getting off the and focus it's like area. Nobody, nobody asked. Though. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, no one was talking to you. Like, why? Right. Why would you say that? Um, and I'm just having a really difficult time in general with the fact that people are like, well, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do regardless. And uh, I'm going to post it on social media. So if you don't like it, tough tits, I guess. But um, I don't, why? What are we getting out of posting these things to social media when it would be just as easy to post a cute selfie or just post, 
your shoes or your outfit or your mm. hair or your makeup? Like why in the middle of a pandemic are we still posting and doing boomerangs and these really long stories of, ooh, these are all the places that I went to today. Like why, why? Especially when you understand that other people are going to have a really, really strong visceral response to that, whether it be of support or whether that be of disappointment or hurt or pain or, you know, I mean, I hate to like be that person, but feeling triggered because that is often the way that it makes me feel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's going to trigger a very violent reaction. It's not going to trigger like, oh my God, I think you're so cute. It's like, oh my God, I want to fucking punch you in the face repetitively. Because you can't really freaking go out and about if you have a fucking concussion. Now, can you? Not going to be so fun to go out and hang out at the beach if you got two fucking black eyes that are so swollen that you can't see out of them, can you? I'm not really going to assault anybody, but like, it just, it's... Or that it hurts for the sun to hit them. Right. It's just, it's so (laughs) angering. Because it feels like a slap in the face to everybody else that you may encounter in the online world. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, fuck you. I don't care about yeah. your needs, your safety, the safety of your parents. Fuck your grandma. We're being gaslit. Right. We are. And like, that's, that's another thing. Like people that are just actively going to restaurants and stuff. Like I feel really weird about that. Like we haven't been inside of a restaurant since this whole shit started. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that we all, y'all know that food is one of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I love going to a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? And we haven't been able to do that. But you've got other people that are just going on Facebook and like posting all of these pictures of them inside eating and mm-hmm. with people that don't live in the same household mm-hmm. as them and being out at bars. And it, it makes you feel crazy because you're like, am I overreacting? Mm-hmm. When in fact, no, you're the smart one. And they're the ones that are dumb fucks. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't help that I don't know what it is about just the South in general, but Ugh. just our leadership is such trash. Like this is what we feared as far as having Republicans in charge mm-hmm. and especially older Republicans. And it's not if we even if we take away the classism and the racism, it just comes down to common sense for me. Our governor, um, the governor of Alabama, uh, Kay Ivey, has said that beyond April, she will not be mandating masks anymore, right? Yeah, because she's afraid that since Texas opened, people expected her to follow suit, Mm -hmm. right? Conservatives did. Mm -hmm. And she didn't, but she wanted to still give that, but don't worry, I'm going to tow the party line. Mm -hmm. So April 9th comes, like the virus is just gone. So y'all and people are going to take that and run with it. Oh, one hundred. I mean, they're already not wearing masks. I know, but now even for the ones that you know, can you imagine the pushback if independently owned or privately owned businesses or small businesses still want yeah. to enforce that for people to be able to shop in their establishments? I mean, we're going to be seeing a lot more of those videos of people. They're like, "Well, you're violating my constitutional rights. Have you ever heard of the Americans with Disabilities Act?" And it's just like you don't have a disability. Like you're just stupid. You're stupid and you're obtuse and you're doing it intentionally and you are the one endangering other people. It's not the other way around. You are the one violating other people's personal liberties and as well as their lives and their health. It's not something that's up for debate, but you end up with these people in leadership and this is why it's so important to be involved. This is why it's so important for us to really be revisiting the way that we look at governing ourselves just in general, but that's a story for another day. But it's just so... (laughs) It's so frustrating. It's really frustrating. Yeah. 
Like, I was worried about the people that I work with before, Mm -hmm. um, having to interact with the general public. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, there'd be one or two customers that didn't want to wear a mask, right? Mm -hmm. But now, (laughs) like, and they don't understand personal space to begin with. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm very worried for them. Same. I'm very worried for them. Um, Babe, what are you thinking about the vaccination uh right now in alabama we're still kind of at the the tier where it's like older people who are immunocompromised um and like essential yeah healthcare workers healthcare workers teachers Mm -hmm. um uh, first responders i think Mm -hmm. qualify for it now okay and i'm trying to i when it becomes available we'll get the vaccine Mm -hmm. right And I was trying to, you know, wait my turn, not skip the line or anything like that. But at this point, there's so many people not getting the vaccine that I might just go ahead and sign up and see what's available. Because I've got, you know, two people that work at pharmacies that I know of that I can say, hey, if you have any surplus, let me know. They'll let me know and I can be there in, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So... But I know people that are, you know, going to Mississippi to get their, uh, like, driving all the way from Birmingham to Mississippi to get their vaccines, mm-hmm. um, or to Georgia, because they can get them more quickly than they can in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that I'm going to go ahead and get it. Now, that being said, I already know that, like, you know how we see those lawyer commercials on TV now? <laughs> Right. If you are a loved one. <laughs> exactly. Like, I already know that there are going to be some type of side effects eventually on this, right? Mm-hmm. So my thought process is I would rather go ahead and get it now so that I don't die now or infect someone that I love now mm-hmm. and deal with the consequences later. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my thought. Okay. Um, How are you feeling about it? Especially being a I'm black person. really... I have a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. The fact that this virus is, it's still so new. Do you remember last year, like the panic that they were like, we don't know shit about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. We don't know anything about COVID-19. We don't know how it spread, where it came from, where it originated, how long it lasts, what type of surfaces it lives on, how it breeds. (laughs) We don't know anything about this virus. And for us to like barely a year later already be having vaccinations be rolled out by, I think, uh, four or five companies in mm-hmm. the United States um, is a little unnerving, especially when you, <laughs> I was going to say, just like to do research. But just if if you like to do research, yes. Also, it could be exacerbated, um, the fear about that if you are naturally just an anxious person like I am. Um, so of course, like I've done some reading about like vaccines and testing and development and things like that. And like, uh, so this is from the history of vaccines.org. You can check this out. You can read this article yourself. If you'd like, you can just Google like, um, vaccine development timelines. Um, but according to this, um, which is still pretty in line with other things that I've read, this is just where I'm pulling information from Mm -hmm. right now. Um, so the stages of vaccine development testing are like the exploratory stage regulation, and then like eventually like the rollout. 
So like in the exploratory stage, it involves very basic laboratory research and often lasts two to four years just for the exploratory Mm -hmm. stage. So this might be where um, you're just figuring out like what's going to work. You've studied the virus or um, whatever it is that you're trying to eradicate or treat um, or, you know, vaccinate against. Figuring out how the antigens work, the way that it's going to work in your body, what it's going to do to those cells, um, what it's going to do to those membranes, etc. So two to four years just for the exploratory stage of... Mm -hmm. You know, getting everything in a tube, figuring out the way that these little microorganisms just behave in general, the way that I understand it. And you go into the preclinical stage and the preclinical stage, um, preclinical studies use tissue culture or cell culture systems and animal testing to assess the safety of candidate vaccine and um, immunogenicity or ability to provoke an immune response. Okay, fancy. (laughs) Thanks. It just rolled right off your tongue. Yeah, it did. So, you know, that is a whole other thing. And that stage itself can last another one to two years. Um, And then you have to do an application because I I think that it's like you have to like do an application because you have to like patent vaccines and things like that as well. That's something else that can still take up to like another couple of years. So and then you go into clinical trials for the vaccine after it's been through these other stages. So just that in itself has put us off like five years or so Mm -hmm. from being able to have like a vaccine that we understand its effect, its efficacy, the side effects, the way that it's, you know, for certain things that could happen to the majority Mm -hmm. of people or for the majority of test subjects and people that have volunteered. So, um, it's feeling a little like, um, the Tuskegee experiments to me, um, just on a massive, massive level. (laughs) And if you don't know about the Tuskegee experiments, there is actually a, podcast that I really, really love called You're Wrong About that will break that down for you. Um, But pretty much it was like a whole bunch of like black men who are being used as test subjects. Check it out. Give it a listen. Give it a quick Google. It just makes me feel really weird, especially as a black person. So on one hand, I have this really strong desire to do what I understand is like the right thing to do. And then on the other hand, I am like terrified of putting something into my body and I'm just not, there's not enough information for me to know which vaccine to pick, what is going to actually be effective in preventing the virus, Mm -hmm. um, especially like long-term, the virus itself, are we still worried about mutations? How will these vaccines, you know, hold up with that? If you're vaccinated against one type or one strain of the coronavirus, what happens if you still come into contact with another one? So there's a lot of things that I'm having to consider um, before making this, but um, basically I'm gonna let y'all go first and y'all let me know. Uh, how that works okay. out for you guys. And if you start like growing toes um, on your ears or like. I heard that only happens if you get the Moderna one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you, you know, you Pfizer start getting, you start Johnson getting kneecaps on the back of your neck or something. Oh. You, I, I don't, I, I don't fucking know. Okay. You might, okay. you might, you can frown if you want to. You don't know. Okay. Google it. Kneecaps on the back of your neck. Will the coronavirus vaccine cause me? Oh wait, had to delete. Cause me to get you're so dumb. Caps 
on the back. You're a little dummy. Of my neck. Just stop. Um. <laughs> So y'all just let me know how y'all necks and kneecaps are doing. Um, yeah, I uh, I figured that would be your response. I was hopeful that you might change your mind and go ahead and do it anyway. But I understand your viewpoint and why you feel that way and respect it. Um, but I will still probably go ahead and get mine. I feel like Mary J. Blige in that Burger King commercial. What's in a new crispy chicken wrap? <laughs> Only if... <laughs> What's in a new coronavirus vaccine? I'm not ready. I'm that, not ready yet. That's okay. But that's okay because I could just stay that's home. Okay. I will still do my best to keep that out. Um, maybe with more people getting the vaccine, you know, it'll still help to keep me safer yeah. and keep other people safer as well. Even yeah. if I am just doing the other protocol well, th- that I understand mm-hmm. is effective against the transmission yeah. of the virus. And that's what they, they've said is that we're, uh, we can possibly reach herd immunity soon by mm-hmm. June, mm-hmm. I think. And I was like, that's, I mean, that's, that's cool, but it's highly unlikely, especially for the people that have been properly socially distanced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like for these assholes that are out and have been exposed or had it once or Mm. more than one time, yeah, it would make sense that they would be immune because they've been exposed to it. But for everybody else who's been in the fucking house, you know, and we're going to die as soon as we go into an arcade or a movie theater or into a restaurant again for the first time. And you and I were talking about it the other day. We haven't um, been sick since, you know, quarantine started Mm -hmm. because... We've been so careful in, um, you know, washing our hands and wearing our masks and not social having anybody in our house, and, not being in anybody else's house. Right. And uh, I don't know, like, which is great. Mm-hmm. But, it, and I also haven't been teaching classes, which helps mm-hmm. because I, somebody always brings something to class and I end up getting sick from it. So. Oh, you telling me because I don't know, girl. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because in this one, you're like, oh, I need some soup. <sighs> Oh, I need some soup. I can't breathe. Oh, I don't feel good. And I'm like, God damn it. Is that how I actually sound? No, not at all. Okay. Like, you're really not that whiny. I'm just checking. I was like, damn. You really just sit and you just look pouty a lot. <laughs> and it disturbs my spirit. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You just like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, okay, well, can you like look? <laughs> Go in your room and close the door if that's how you have to look. While you don't feel good. It's oh, yeah. pissing me off. <laughs> oh, no. I don't feel good and I gotta leave. You're harshing my vibe. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go in your room. Honey. Yeah, but we haven't been sick. But I'm am excited because my parents have both both gotten uh, their final uh, vaccines and mm-hmm. stuff um, as of Friday. Yeah. So um, to the point to where they had already gotten their first round. And um, you kind of helped arrange this because my spirit was so low after our little pup passed Mm -hmm. and we hadn't spent any time with them at all. Um, I kind of helped arrange it. I literally arranged it. Yeah, you did. (laughs) So like I was having y'all a really rough time and my wife, my sweet wife, calls my mom and says, hey, I think that, uh, you know, it would be really good if y'all could spend some time together mm-hmm. and if you would um make Allison's favorite meal that you cook because she it sounds good to her and this is a way you can help her uh with her grieving because my mom just she doesn't she isn't she doesn't know what to do with grief no right um so she's she, not a feelings person she's not and that's okay yeah um we we typically just push through mm-hmm. and that's what we've been taught so 
uh, she just needed someone to tell her what to do, right? She was just waiting. Mm -hmm. And so you provided that for her and she was just so glad to be able to do something Mm -hmm. and to just have that time together. Mm -hmm. And so it was the first time I've been in their house Mm -hmm. since all this started. And, you know, we wore masks the whole time Mm -hmm. and social distanced, uh, as much as possible, Mm -hmm. but we were able to just enjoy each other's company and have fun and spend some time together. I haven't, and it just, it made my soul feel so much better. Yeah. You were having a really, really hard time the first couple of weeks after Lolly passed. Mm-hmm. A really, really hard time. And I was like, I don't know what to do. You just kind of wanted to be in your room. So like, I would ask you what you needed. I'm like, babe, yeah. what do you, do you want to, do you need attention? Do you need proximity? Do you need space? So yeah. space seemed to be a lot of what it is that you needed. And then if you needed some physical comfort you would come to me and I would just kind of stop what I was doing I'd be like okay well we'll sit and cuddle for a little while or I'll squeeze you until you kind of like poppy you know <laughs> I'm our little puppy that will probably be at the door screaming his brains out at any moment he but he has like to, to see separated. me he doesn't like to be separated if, if there's a closed door and I am behind it and he is on the other side he loses his shit so he'll come find me <laughs> I pick him up I hold him for a little while I give him lots of kisses and then he satiated after mm-hmm. a little while and then he's like, okay, well that's great. Mom. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. And then goes on. Yeah. And that, uh, the way that we grieve, I found, um, something that somebody had posted about Enneagrams. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the Enneagram nine tends to just like back up and did I and, send that to you? No, I sent it to you. Oh yeah. Uh, tends to just, you know, almost disassociate, right? Mm-hmm. Like they distract themselves mm-hmm. with something and, uh, and just don't want to be very social. And I was like, oh, I can't. What, what, was your, what was yours? I can't remember. We send so much shit back and forth to each other. We really do. But also something that I thought was really interesting about Enneagram 9s and what happens in times of stress is uh, that you become forgetful. Uh, and I was like, that is an area that I need to be way gentle with you about because oh, yeah, I can often mistake you forgetting to do something as you not prioritizing. Yeah my needs or not hearing me when really it's just the way that you might be processing something or yeah. if you're not in a good headspace, that's a good indicator of that. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah. And it, for you with the type two, like you want support and approval of others when figuring out how to move forward. Yes. Um, you want to support others mm-hmm. and strengthen your bonds. Mm-hmm. So shame is more likely to flare up. Um, and you dip into like the negative type two traits, which are prideful, manipulative, martyrish, mm-hmm. um, which I don't feel like you do that though. So. I can see those things in myself though. Well, I didn't experience that with you is what I'm saying. Uh, but even the way, like the mentality that I have about everybody doing all this stuff, well, I don't understand how everybody else could go. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, I, I understand. could see how that could make me come across as a martyr hmm. and that's fine. I own it. It is what it is. I'm doing better than everybody else and everybody should be doing what I do. Oh, well it is what <laughs> it is. I'm not going to fucking accidentally kill somebody because I decided to go to Disney. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm uh, I'm just feeling right now. I'm just feeling a little like real nervous about things starting to open back up, mm-hmm. uh, especially concerning my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how safe, how we can safely do what we need to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there's been whispers of other people being like, why aren't they doing in-person classes again and stuff? And I'm like, cause y'all, 
you'd have to travel. It's a fucking pandemic. Number one, and I'm not going to ask somebody to stay in a hotel for five days mm-hmm. while we train. But also, whereas you are going to train, let's say just on average, 10 people a month. Mm-hmm. So if that's 10 people a month, by June, that's about 60 people mm-hmm. that would have had the opportunity to have infected you in an in-person class. There is one of you. You are the only person that does this for this state and mm-hmm. for that part of Florida. So whereas a rep, I, I don't want to call them, you know, whereas somebody who you would train would be able to maybe have a substitute. I don't want to make it sound like these people are expendable because that's not how I feel. No. But in the grand scheme of things, somebody else can cover a shift. Nobody else can do your job for you. Yeah. It's just one you. So it would make the most sense for you to still stay, you know, protected and to do things in this way where you're distant from other people. Because if you can't, what what happens if you can't do that? That halts a lot yeah. of just the way that the state yeah. and this entire region that you're responsible for runs. Because if I exactly. if I go down, it's a minimum of two weeks. That's two classes that I could miss, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then also what's happening y'all are needing people in these other markets so what's happening if somebody else gets sick Mm -hmm. and then you don't have substitutes because they haven't been able to be um trained so that they can do their job you'll be short-staffed and then that's going to overwork other people which is also going to make them more susceptible to becoming sick whether it be with this virus or with something else so it really is like a domino effect and that is the the most sensible way to go about this right now because things are still so uncertain right and that's but uh you know my enneagram type nine when in stress goes Mm -hmm. to a type six which is like anxiety ridden Mm -hmm. like the those bad traits Mm -hmm. anyway so uh that's that's what i immediately start doing is like over analyzing everything right Mm -hmm. like okay i i just want my bosses to know that it's not that i don't want to do in person because i much prefer in person i know um for i just feel like it's a a lot more effective Mm -hmm. right um so it's not that I don't want to do this. I just want to make sure that everyone is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I ask a mom to leave their child for five days to come to this and potentially expose themselves because a room isn't clean or mm-hmm. because someone else came in and they thought, oh, well, I'm just going to take my mask off because we're back here, you know, chatting it up. in the staff room and i need to and then i have to cuss them out and then i get fired because i cuss somebody that i'm Mm -hmm. never gonna get fired for cussing somebody out let's be honest so i don't know that's that's uh been in my world and kind of where i'm at because i feel like they're leaning more towards that each day Mm -hmm. and it's making me more and more anxious each day have you had a chance to contact them and maybe say hey i just want to check in and just kind of talk about these things. I've been having some apprehension mm. about it and I just kind of want to make sure we're check on the same page. And, yeah. No, not yet, but I, it's been on my to-do list for yeah. sure. Um, but it makes you anxious, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. To even have these conversations. Cause I just like everything. I want everything to be cohesive and mm-hmm. harmonious and run smoothly without mm-hmm. any kinks. And that's not how life works. No. So. Uh, anyway, so that's, that's my awareness towards it. And like I said, with Texas opening up and then others following, following suit, like, are we going to see another spike again? And then I don't know. I don't know how we couldn't. Yeah. So I don't know. That's how I, but I, 
I really miss traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we stayed in Alabama was so we can, mm-hmm. you know, cost of living is so low so that we could travel. And not that um, I haven't enjoyed just being at home with you because I it's my favorite place to be. Yeah, but it's still nice to be able to like go outside and explore things together yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I'd like to eventually be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, and I see all these, you know, we have a Southwest credit card, right? Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I see all these deals coming in where it's like $29 flights. And I'm like, every time. And then I think about getting on a flight and staying somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know about You're that. You're just thinking about the flight. I'm just thinking about immediately getting out of the car at the airport. <laughs> yeah. And all of the steps leading up to that. How many people are you going to see, touch, be mm-hmm. in proximity to? Like, ooh. Yeah. So, I've, overall, I still just feel anxious about yeah. um, the new normal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And what that looks like. Like, I'm probably going to wear a mask for a long time. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I can't believe I let y'all hosts just fucking breathe on me. And I really like, like, some people don't like masks. I really like the mask. Same. Because I can be making all sorts of faces and nobody really same, knows. Same. Because I talk so much shit when I'm out and about. I'll be like, you dumb motherfucker. And I can just say that. They're not going to know who said it. I could be looking somebody in the face and just mumble that. They won't know who said it, where it came from. <laughs> uh oh, it's the best oh my gosh yeah i feel so liberated from like makeup if my face is breaking out because my period's about to start who cares you can't see half of my face who gives a shit yeah it's great it's i know wonderful. i i've been wearing makeup less and less the only time i wear it is when i do work stuff or if i know like we're gonna be taking some pictures or something you're so cute i love uh, you so much i love you so much and my white hairs seem to be growing. I love your little white hairs. My little so white cute. hair patch. Oh, you're so beautiful. Yeah, that's her reaction every time those white hairs catch the light. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Oh, but babe, babe, what? We have, <laughs> um some really big news for our house hold okay you guys so um you know how we've been talking about growing our family (laughs) (laughs) just we got a bird you guys yeah we're not ever gonna have like the human kind of no we're never gonna like i might fuck with y'all and make it sound like that but we're never gonna have like actual human children um no no but we got a bird we got a bird he is a parakeet and his name is denver if you follow us on instagram you have probably already seen the stories Mm -hmm. of me losing my mind and calling myself snow black um (laughs) because i feel like a little fairy in like i feel like a little sprite in the woods um just playing with all the animals because like we think about like our squirrels and rabbits and mice and birds that come around in the backyard backyard. and the dogs that are in the house and now we have a bird in the house and the bird will perch on my finger i just discovered that he likes to be scratched on his head you guys and like he his little head feathers fluff up and then he he like turns his little chin he loves to be rubbed 
Yeah, it's really, it's really cute. Oh my God. She posted that on Instagram yesterday. So I didn't post it to Instagram yesterday. You didn't? No, I just sent it to, to you, Lulu. You better post that shit. I should post it. But, so okay, so be like, oh my God, for that. I cried. Um, <laughs> you, you don't remember, like, I was just like so overwhelmed by how cute and sweet it was. I just <sighs> like, was like, mm. y'all. And you can't like hug a bird. So I'm just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you are going through a season of depression or when you are grieving something, mm-hmm. um, that you find these beautiful things to put your energy into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like last year it was plants, right? That wasn't last year. That was two years ago. Oh, two years ago it was plants mm-hmm. and um, they have since grown in our house. So I have like 100 plants. It sounds like a lot, y'all, but it's not It's not that much. It, it looks, really doesn't even seem like so, it's enough, honestly. <laughs> you know what? I'll agree with you. Yeah. So, like, I don't take care of the plants um, because uh, they would die. So, but I really love the aesthetic that they bring, like, and they bring such light and joy into our home. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just glad that that's the hobby in which you chose to just makes it it's higher vibration yeah with plants in your home well i like it and then like this year in your season of sadness it was we we found denver Mm -hmm. right and he's brought you so much joy y'all the amount of smiles and laughter that have come out of that room when they're working together (sighs) y'all it's so cute it's so cute. I don't even like the bird like that, for real. For, like, I like I the bird. I know. But I'm not, like... Super into him. You're no. like, eh. I mean, the bird's here. It's cool. Like, yeah. sure, you want to sit on my finger? All right, cool. <laughs> like, you want me to pet you? Okay, that's dope. But, like, I'm not obsessed with the bird like you are. No. And so, that's but, okay. but it, it could also be the timing of yeah. the bird, too. But it also works out because when you're working with the bird, the dogs can't be in the room with you, mm-hmm. um, at least not for now. Mm-hmm. And so it allows them a space to still have a human and uh, yeah. hang out with. So, like, when you're in there, Nani, who is usually attached to you at the fucking hip, um, will come sit with me and stuff. Yeah. So, or if she doesn't feel like being cuddly, she'll just come in there for a minute, yell at me, tell me that she needs some pets. I pet her and then she leaves mm-hmm. and then she'll come back and do that. At she goes in the living room and, and perches on her throne. Uh-huh. Um, her, her velvet pink chair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have two really gorgeous velvet pink chairs in our living room and they're so chairs. nice and regal and like they make me feel like a very fancy lady mm-hmm. um and they make mm-hmm. nani feel like a very fancy lady too so yeah that's she where she them. she goes to to sit down her choice and <laughs> just hang out but this bird is so cute y'all. oh my god he's so i mean cute. like he's in his so coloring sweet. for those of y'all who haven't been on instagram the reason his name is denver is because he kind of his coloring kind of looks like the colorado rockies so mm-hmm. like He's white, and then on his chest and his tail feathers is, like, this almost purpley blue, mm-hmm. like, indigo. Oh, he's so pretty. Yeah. He's so pretty. He's beautiful. And then, like, he just... And he's happy, and he makes, like, these happy bird noises. Oh, my God, you guys. And this is so weird, because, like, y'all, I realize that it is really, like, maybe a little weird for, like, a black lady <laughs> nearing 30... To just like have a bird, it's it 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 it's giving very much quarter life crisis, but like <laughs> it is. It's a, I, I I I can recognize it. It is what it is, but like 
I birds were always one of those things. I was like, how the fuck do you keep a bird? Like, why do people like mm-hmm. birds? Like, that is what a weird pet. But like, okay, I guess. Um, any type of reptile, I feel that way about. Like, it's a turtle. It's a s- snake. I like, feel like if you got any of these animals, though, you'd be like, oh, look at my little snake. Yeah. Look at how cute. Oh my god. Look, the snake loves a soft blanket. I would never have a snake. Look at my little. S- s- look at that. Look at that little danger noodle. It's not so dangerous. Look at that little nope rope. Oh, um, no, I would never feel. I don't feel that type of warmth um, to rep, reptilians. Uh, that, that's not my jam. Well, but apparently, makes I sense do since have they're cold blooded. A, <laughs> but I do. But you see, I feel like that would make them very cuddly, and I would like get into like a really abusive relationship with like what? a boa constrictor, or, like a python that would squeeze me to death. Because you know what I'm saying. You know, they like warmth. Mm-hmm. So they like he- but heat. So, you know, like they'll like be like on your neck and then like, I'd be like, oh my God, like it's hugging me and it would fucking kill me. Um, you just don't do that during a- I'm just going to have like a Steve Irwin type death, I guess. Like it's going to be one of the animals that I care for that's going to murder me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm always like, and it's getting warmer out. So like everywhere I step, I'm just walking where I step. Same. I mean, watching where I step, not as well as walking where I step. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm doing great. Yeah, you are, babe. Doing great. But we got some brush behind our house and stuff, and I know that the little snaky snakes are going to like that. Oh, don't. I'm just saying. Don't. Just watch your step. Don't. When you go down. I don't want to talk about snakes. I want to talk about my bird. Oh, okay, my bird. He bad. is so cute, and I mm-hmm. just want to bite his head off. I love oh. him. I just... <laughs> I want to squeeze him so hard. I won't. Like, Yo, she's got oh, so, so many, like, Darla from Finding Nemo vibes right now, but she's not going to actually kill any of the animals, but that's how she feels. Oh, my God. Cute aggression. I just want to fucking squeeze him to death. He that's a real so thing, cute, cute aggression. It if is. y'all haven't heard about it, you should I look that shit up. I experience it all of the time. Like, if something is cute, up. I feel it about people, <laughs> especially, like, cute little old people. Oh, my God. Like, your father is in danger all of the time. Um, from you squeezing him to death? From me fucking squeezing And he would, like, die happy. He would be like, <laughs> oh, fine. She popped the rod in my back right? again. And he'd be, he'd be fine. He'd be like, oh, okay, well, look, this is how I go. Worst things could happen. Um, I feel it about people. I feel it about animals, especially if the animals are very fluffy or very cuddly mm. or just if they're just really sweet in general. Um... Or any type of like anthropomorphical things about animals like penguins and like just how penguins move. And then like, have you ever seen a video of a penguin walking around a town in a backpack? I have. Oh, Want to squeeze like, that penguin to death? You like otters and their little, anything with little hands, like raccoons. Raccoons? <laughs> squirrels? I don't even like squirrels, but it is really cute to watch a squirrel in a birdhouse like use his little paws to go in there and get things out of there. Oh, my God. Or, like, when the bunnies eat the carrots that we put oh, out when there. when they, like, stand up and eat yeah. them. Oh, my God, the little... With their little hands. Their little paws. Okay. Like, pygmy marmosets or, like, a finger monkey. That's oh. the first time I ever figured out what a pygmy marmoset was. I was like, what is a finger monkey? <laughs> is that a sexual innuendo? It's a finger monkey. I really want a finger monkey as a pet. I'm like, excuse me? Ugh, I know. Like when we went to Costa Rica and we saw the howler monkeys and they were using their little hands to get the fruits They're and stuff out fruit. the trees. Okay. Like it, 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 it overwhelms me. Yeah. Um, so this little tiny bird, I don't know. I, I get it. Like I understand how people are 
fascinated and obsessed and and just in love like it is this little creature like flies like yeah. that's it's a bird like we all know what birds are like i'm not like dumb i'm, I'm maybe a little but like <laughs> i get it like it's a, it's a bird i understand like what an avian do i get it but like he is inside he will fly around and then he has the ability to fly away from me but he will allow my presence and sometimes prefer it to like flying around or being very up high. No, so when someone, he likes you. So when someone has the capability to literally fly away yeah. from you, but they choose to perch on your finger mm-hmm. or be on your shoulder or sit on a blanket next to you, like that feels really special. Yeah. So that shit do be making me feel like he, Snow Black. He flew onto your shoulder yesterday. He did, because he's a little bit clumsy. Um, yeah. He's only a few months old. So he he's a little clumsy sometimes. So if he's like perched somewhere, sometimes he forgets to really assess where he's standing and how much space he has and will like step off of things sometimes. But he can fly. It's fine. Yeah. Um, his wings are not clipped. Like he has Mm-mm. got full range. He can fly wherever he wants to. So he kind of slipped off of the top of his cage where he likes to hang out sometimes and kind of got spooked because it startles him as it would anyone and he just flew onto my shoulder and I was like no millet did not have to coerce him into doing this but he thought that it was a safe enough place for him to land so like my heart and it's a bird so it's like learning this whole other species and how to touch them and how to talk to them and what they need and reading their body language and meeting you know trying to meet those needs especially because we only have a single bird Mm -hmm. so it's not like there's a bird and you know it's just like humans that kind of hands come in we get treats sometimes but you feed us and give us water but really to have the bond that I wanted to have with this bird um you we that's why we decided to get a single bird um after tons and tons and tons of research because we have been researching getting a bird on and off for about a year clarify when she says we she means Tiffany has been researching. Okay, well. I just watch bird videos on Instagram. That's not research. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, a bird would be fine. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I don't um, have the capacity. I get like three sentences in. And I'm like, okay, I, this is overwhelming. I'm going to go sit back down now. Yeah, and meanwhile, I'm just like, oh, this is interesting. Let me watch a video. Let me watch another video. How do you bond with them? How do you figure them out? What do you do when you bring them home? How long should you touch them? Uh, how long should you wait to touch them? What do we do about the cage? What about flying? What about this? What about that? What's good body language? What's not good body language? And then I'm how like, do we... does it have food? What's a seer? How often should I change their water? Where do they drink? How much do they drink? How much do they eat? What kind of food should I feed them? What's safe? What's not safe? What about water? This what is about... just a small insight into your brain, and I am so overwhelmed. <laughs> That's how my brain works I know. about literally everything. I know. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, all right, shelter food water what's a good cage size what type of is tap water okay do they need distilled water do they need filtered water do they need purified water room temperature water cold water don't do this to me again um so (laughs) i've done a lot of research you guys um and yeah i i understand how people could feel about a bird and feel very close and connected to a bird because it is a very unique experience to bond with a bird. Um, it's really cool. And it has been really, really healing for me. And I really yeah. love that you see that and nurture that in me. That you're like, okay, well, 
nurture things because it's so interesting i'm a part of like a lot of plant groups yeah (laughs) and there's a lot of straight people in there having like about to like risk their whole marriage for their plant addiction because they're like well i just flip my husband off and tell him fuck you when he was like you don't need to get no more plants ain't nowhere else to put them my husband hates the fact that there's a, a damn bird of paradise in front of the TV now it blocks it and I'm just like why the fuck would you position a tele- a plant to where it would be in front of the TV because she why are you not fuck about her husband why are you not being considerate of your spouse and the person that shares the space with you no she's like what's gonna piss him off the most they let do that. me put it right my husband's here. going out of town he told me not to buy any more plants and guess what I said we'll see about that challenge accepted and I'm just like or maybe have you and your husband discussed like why is your space so cluttered that there's literally no space because I have seen that where people literally do hoard plants um and I do not hun- understand how they function in general oh, no. or live in these spaces like, how do you walk around all right things? and that's probably what their husbands are like it's too fucking much I can't see the fucking floor and that is a problem yeah that would be an issue and if you would like to be a single person by all means <sighs> um so like i i get it but meanwhile i'm like you go buy a shelf and i'm like babe i'll put this up so you can put all your plants up and i'd be like oh my gosh thank you so much i promise not to overdo it do you have any insight as to what you would like to put on the shelf no okay well thank you so much for putting it up i love you very much (laughs) nope whatever you want um you know but still like at some point i also know when it gets to be you know but i feel like well we both have discussed like at length like this is you know we'll, we'll look at pictures page. together we're like this is too much we don't like that but we're like Ooh, no. we really like the way that this looks um your foot is very warm so <laughs> yeah i got a i we have a fucking bird and yeah. i just say i got a bird because i spend most of my days with the bird y'all this this bird loves music and like has a preference on songs mm-hmm. his favorite song is uh Sucker. Sucker, yeah, by the Jonas Brothers. He also loves um, Chop Suey by System of a Down. <clears throat> I would say those are his top two favorites. Yes. I... We go together. And he's like, without a bird, I will feel like you and me. Yeah, but that bird likes you. Like, if you're in the room, he wants to be out with you. He does. Um, so, and he's like, no, like, I don't have to be close. You don't have to kick the dogs out, but I, I want to, I want to be out mm-hmm. with you. I want to be. And y'all, like, we have play sets for the bird and like the toys that the bird has look like, like baby toys and shit. Yeah. Uh, Some of them do. Yeah. I but, throw away a lot of them. I kind of yeah. stay with like neutral toys. Yeah, but there, I don't know. It's cool to see him just up doing shit and like playing mm-hmm. with his toys and I don't know. He's, oh, the he's ones cute. in his cage do look like baby toys. Though. Yeah. He's so cute. And like, he, <laughs> he has his own little like schedule and his preferences and he has like favorite toys. And if he's going to like take a nap or before he goes to bed at night, which is at like six, between six, like seven and seven thirty right now. Um, we'll see the way that that changes when the days are longer. But for right now, um, he sleeps for about 12 hours. So he is usually awake around the same time that we're awake, which um, Allison has realized is because I have removed the blackout curtains. Yeah. Is because when she the... now gets up with the sun. Yeah. I'm just awake. I'm wide awake. So that's great, Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> well. So that's about the time that we're all up. So I'll just kind of uncover him and let him do his thing. And he usually gets up and eats. And um, 
you know, he'll, he might have another nap after he's <laughs> done eating his breakfast. And then, you know, a little bit later, you know, he'll be like, you know, I'm up and about, you know, by this point and he'll kind of fly back and forth and be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, let me out, let me out. And then he just wants to like fly around the room. So then I go and make the bed, get the room together, get his little play stands out, go and get some millet. Mm -hmm. So that way, when I can have his attention, we can work together on some commands and some little tricks. Um, it's just a really good time and it really has just made my heart just fucking explode with just excitement and warmth to look after this little, yeah. this little bub. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. So much. Yeah. He's he's a cool little dude. I love him. He's a cool It's little very dude. freaky if you've never had a bird, like, had a bird, like, perch on your fingers before. Um, <laughs> Their feet are so warm. Yeah, they're supposed to be. That's for the little bodies. Yeah, but I wasn't. I don't know. Like I expected it to feel like toenails or something. I don't know. I don't know, but it's very warm, and yeah. they 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 hold on with them little hoes. They'd be like, "Bitch, I fucking <laughs> going nowhere." Yeah, he's like, a cool little dude. It's real weird. Um, and just bird feet in general, just are really, just, just Google parakeet feet. <laughs> He's in like watching him walk on a flat surface. Is oh the my gosh. Shit. It's so cute. Especially <laughs> if it's like a tappy surface. Like if it's a hard surface and you can hear his little tap, 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 tap. And I love it when he gets on the bottom of his cage and he's just. <laughs> it well, is so cute. If y'all can't tell, Tiffany really likes this bird. I really like the bird. Okay. We can stop talking about the bird. I just, yeah. they needed to know about your new obsession. I'm so obsessed with him. I love him so much. I just want to just put him in my mouth and yeah. chew. I love him. Oh. I just love him. She calls him a little chicken. I think that's the funniest oh, shit. He's my little chicken. Anyway. Oh, I love, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but that's, that's everything that I think is going on so far. Yeah. Oh, I decided to go off of my antidepressant. Oh, so yeah. today is my last day of my Vibrid 20 milligrams. Safely. Safely, like She didn't yes. just like under, cold turkey this under, shit. No, 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 no. Um, you know, you have to taper off of that medication. So I am doing that under the advice of the prescribed, the physician yeah. that prescribed me the medication. Um, but today is the last dosage of that mm-hmm. medication. Um, and the reasoning behind that decision was just kind of to just see kind of where my baseline is. I was on the medication for a year and a couple months. I'm not really sure that it's as effective as it was before. I'm all, you know, I just kind of want to check back in with my body, get it back to its regular state and kind of see where I'm operating from. And, um, some things that my therapist and I have talked about are, um, you know, just kind of getting back into depression and anxiety, which I'm sure I'll probably share a little bit more of that. Um, if not here on this podcast, when I'm ready to publish my other podcast that I have been working on for like a year and it was just never, it never, it hasn't felt right. And now I'm at a point to where it feels right to start that project and publish it um, for public consumption. Um, so I'm just, we'll probably talk about it a little bit here as well, but that might be more of a focus there. Mm. Um, but also just, anyway, my therapist and I were also, uh, maybe, um, I was starting to feel like there might be a little bit more to what's going on with my brain chemistry than just depression and anxiety. Um, so I'm going to have an evaluation with a psychiatrist to maybe see if OCD also Mm -hmm. plays a part in, um, my brand of mental fun stuff. 
So that'll be interesting. And I'll share more of that with y'all just kind of as things develop, because of course we want to destigmatize things. These are not things about which to be ashamed or afraid to talk about, yeah. um, especially like as a black woman, I'm so happy to share um, what goes on with me because I'm not alone in this. And there may be somebody else out there that just needs to hear this. So that's why it's so important for me to just kind of share my thoughts and experiences because there may be somebody else that's out there that can relate or understands or is afraid to talk about those things and maybe this is what they need to hear but also I just like to talk and share things so you know if it helps great if not I would still talk about it anyway so um so yeah that that that's that's the new stuff yeah I like my bird a lot and y'all should be really grateful that I'm even doing this shit because he is probably gonna be asleep by the time we get done I'm just kidding I love you guys and I'm so happy (laughs) to do this um bird or no bird it feels really good to do this we have for weeks now been like we should podcast and something has always been up and you know it's it's like we said before it's just they'll come when they come and we'll be okay with that Um, But for my solo project, I do strive for a bit more consistency on that front. Um, But, you know, just everything's about capacity and where we are at the time. So if anybody wants to just share where they are or you have a story or a question or you feel like you want advice that you think we may be um, able to help with then let us know you can email us at info at sweetesthoney.love you can message us on instagram at sweetesthoney.love and by us i mean it's me allison really does not fuck with social media like that so most of what you get is me if it is addressed to hey guys definitely um even if it's just addressed to me allison's still gonna know about it so don't dm me shit that you don't want her to know about because okay? <laughs> i'm gonna read them out loud to her and we're probably gonna respond together but yeah just dm us uh email us if you would like um i love to hear from y'all just if you have words of encouragement you want to share a story you want to send me pictures of your plants or your birds or your favorite tiktok account about birds or plants or dogs or dogs i still love dogs or cute lesbians yeah that are not just a white couple i think that we're (laughs) done with that that is so 2020 oh Um, yeah um do that that's it show us cute pictures of just what makes what brings you joy because i think that we all need a little bit more of that yeah um and speaking of which uh i just want to shout out uh our friend emily it was her birthday yesterday yeah and while we both texted her i still want to just say happy birthday emily we love you so much happy belated birthday yeah we love you so much sweetie. we hope you got an awesome sunset yeah yeah we, we love like you her. so much i'm so happy that you were born <laughs> i'm so happy that you exist in this world to share your love and your light and we love you a whole lot and yeah. we're grateful to E for how she has brought us together yeah in this life yeah happy birthday happy birthday to happy birthday isn't that the official song oh okay not you for white it. people but sure yeah sure, we can go with it um that's why i asked if it was because oh. it's not for me so happy birthday to you.
Yeah. Happy birthday oh, okay. to you. There it is. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's great. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, that's it. We love you guys. Yeah. We hope that you have a great rest of your Sunday. I'm going to go ahead and publish this shit when we get done recording it. Um, have a great Sunday or Monday. Um, Rue, it should be good and good Monday where you are right now. Um, it should be Monday in 52 minutes almost where you are right now. So y'all have a great week. Be good. Wear your masks. Social distance. Say no to outings. Stay in the house. Let us know if you have any freaky, weird mutations from your COVID vaccine. I would really love to see that, especially if you start getting kneecaps on your neck. So we love you guys and we will talk to you next time. Oh my God. Bye. Bye.